Hey, this is Ripper Owens, and you are watching CMS TV. Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents, let's reap the whirlwind from KK's Priest from the new release, The Sinner Rides Again. And on with us right now is the uh, the sinner himself, Mr. Tim Owens. Tim, how are you, brother? What's happening, buddy? How are you guys? Good, man. Good to see you once well. again, man. Um, good to have a new record, man. Is fast on the, on the back of the last one, but this thing kicks ass, man. Great, great stuff. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, I, I love this record. Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, let's 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 get to the obvious, man. Tell us about this one. Like I said, it comes what a year, year and a half after the last one. It came pretty quick. So tell us about when when you recorded it and you know putting it together and all that stuff. Well, you know, we wanted to tour on the last one, but then with the COVID and then you know all the bands touring was usually booked their tours pre-COVID. It was just a pain in the butt. So. Ken started saying, let's do another one, you know, instead of th- that way, when we tour, we can, uh, we can tour on two records. It'll be, be better to tour. So, you know, I think it probably started, it probably started about a year after that one. I think he started, started writing and started getting stuff together, you know, cause he knew that that was it. That's, that's the plan. And, and, uh, it's, it slowly started then. Right on. Now for for you, you're always busy, man. <laughs> and I mean it seems like seems like you and you and Jeff Scott Soto are like the two guys that every time I turn around there's hey, here's Leviathan Project. Hey, here's KK's Priest. Here's a song that Tim did with this guy or that guy. How do you get yourself focused to get into a band situation again because it is different between taking you know helping a band out or doing something small and then of the full-blown the full-blown situation like you have with kk's priest well it's not hard for me uh i do a lot of solo touring and i use the same bands and i tour all over the you know the world with doing that so i'm used to kind of doing it in a way um it isn't an issue it's actually this it was it's nice and easy with this because Ken and I are such good friends and the guys in the band are and the drummer Sean is in the Three Trimmers and 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 uh, does a lot of solo touring with me as well so uh, it's really easy when it's a band like this when you're all friends and you all get together and they're so good and the and the shows are so good and the music but I think the big thing is they're all pros too so it's you know it's your job right I mean. It's like I guess you guys doing one show and doing another show. You got to go in and do it and and right. become a pro at it. And you know that's <clears> it with with me. But the big thing here is is we are all friends and and uh, and it's great to be around them. 
Well, it's money too. That. Like, are, are is there money involved in this tour? Because if there is, then I'm stoked. Because that means there's work. You know what I mean? But if you're getting asked <laughs> but, to do well, favors that you're not getting compensated for, then it's lame, and you don't want to do it. Well, that's why I tour solo all the time because there's money involved in that. So, uh, <laughs> when I'm my bills to pay when my name's on it, the only person that needs to get paid is me. That's so, right, true. <laughs> too funny, man. Well, well, Tim, obviously, man, with KK's priest, KK is obviously always going to be the focal point. And, and, and I mean, you, it's, it's you and him, but obviously everybody says KK and Tim Rippowens. Yeah. So with that in mind, and especially how it's, you know, KK's history with Judas priest and, it's so guitar driven. How does AJ fit into the mix? And does he, does he just like, does he have input in like the ideas and the writing and how the performances are on stage? Or is that basically developed by KK and you? And then he just kind of fills in where needed. No, I mean, as, as the band part goes, AJ has, all, tons of say just as much as anyone else you know ken's known aj for a long long time okay and, uh you know he wrote strike of the viper with ken and so i mean he's uh you know i know it was his idea of strike of the viper he came to ken and said here's this song so um it, it's it's everybody in it has to say especially now compared you know now that we're touring and we get together with all this everybody can can say stuff and and do it i'll tell you ken let's we have Ken and I will have our say on other things because of the interviews and this and that. And, you know, we, we are the point, especially Ken, and, but we're all, you know, it's always K, KK and Ripper. But as a band, I mean, he lets everybody, he's, he just, he has nothing. It's great because he has nothing but great things to say about everybody as well because he knows there's so, I mean, listen, hey, Tony Newton, the bass player, is all over the stage. He's like a, he's like a fly, man. He's, I, you know, I, you go to sing a part, and there's there's Tony standing right in front of you. He's like all over, man. I've never seen anybody so. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Ken has. He's like, man, you guys do your thing. You know, I mean, that's uh, they all have their say, and I and I know AJ's got a lot of say in in the music part. He really does. Right on, man. Is um is that different? And I is that different from what you what you experienced the first time that you were working with KK in Judas priest or was and, and again, I'm, I'm guessing, I don't know the answer to this, but I'm it Judas priest still. And even when you were in the band seemed a lot more, I don't want to say choreographed because that sounds like a play, but it definitely seemed like you guys had certain parts where you had to be in certain places and doing the guitar moves and stuff. You know, it seemed like that was a little more choreographed than what you're doing now. Is that accurate? Actually, no. Uh, okay. No structure to the live shows for, for me. I was, <laughs> um, there's probably more structure with our live shows now because we have more pyro, more light parts like, you know, we need, we have risers, we got to stand here. So there's probably more structure to make this stage show better and, than any stage show that I've done than there was with Judas Priest. It was pretty much just, and it was great. I mean, listen, I, we don't act a certain way. We just, we have to, we want to be places. We want to make a stage show that really, uh, you know, it's only usually when a song starts the because of the lights, you know, you're get you got to be here and here because the lights are coming down on you guys or you appear here. But yeah, when I was in Priest, it was, uh, plug and go really okay go ahead eric 
or not? Uh, <laughs> or not? No, I'm fascinated by by all this. You know, the the word on the street seems that KK's priest is a force to be reckoned with. I mean, sometimes when there's like a spinoff of something, it's it could be a weaker version in some cases. But with this, like, all I'm hearing is how badass it is. Our our the fans at the shows also telling you this, like they came in with like maybe lower expectations and left just being blown away. Yeah, it's it's kind of like when I sang for Judas Priest. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't wait for me to go and watch me suck. Um, you know, it is that, and I I think I think people are surprised just because you you nailed it really because you know Ken's done nothing but Judas Priest. That's it. You know, 40, mm-hmm. 50 years of writing these songs for them, and you could tell that he wrote the songs for them by listening to their songs now and our songs. He was a he was the big part of the machine to write these songs, um, but we couldn't wait to play live and 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 it's really just um the, the shows have been unbelievable you know and we and there's a lot I felt I always feel pressure on me to sing good because my goal is to walk on stage and sing good that's my job and I want to blow people away but I had more pressure this time because I wanted to make sure I did it for Ken. You know, because he had right. so much pressure mm-hmm. on him. I wanted to go. I wanted Ken to get done with these shows and go, there you go, everybody. That's what we're about. And mm-hmm. these festivals, I mean, listen, festivals are hard to play, as a, right. especially as a new band. But even as established bands, they're different. Different crowds, different people. They're there to see some other bands. You know, I mean, nothing worse than someone there to see Poison and then you go on stage. You know, so uh, not that I've ever had that happen. But um, Poison's usually not at the festivals I'm at. But uh, <laughs> Megadeth or whatever. But anyways, um, that was the thing. And they, they were so good. The crowd was singing the KK's Priest songs. And um, I, I really, you know, it's funny. You don't, to read these reviews of these concerts, they've all been so good. You know, I mean, yeah. from, and even when you see, if you read good comments on Blattermouth, I almost thought I wanted to work, look outside and make sure the world's not coming to an end. Because, <laughs> They just go on there to to complain and bitch and, you know, it doesn't matter what it's about. But all the comments were good about the shows and and uh, it's pretty it feels pretty good to to have that happening. Yeah. And what I learned and I'll tell you what I learned, Eric, don't ever Mm. say that Tim um, Tim is singing in a lower key or he will he will text you back and tell you, no, he's not. (laughs) No, the videos I saw just sounded heavy, like heavier than the current priest, you know, where I was like kind of taken back a little bit. I was like, wow, this is uh, awesome. Almost when he tours in E flat and we were in E flat, but uh, not that a half a step would matter. That's what people never realized. They would always go to me. How come you're singing those old Judas Priest songs in D you're down a whole step. And I said, well, Judas Priest used to tour in E flat. So I'm only a half a step down, but what they don't understand is right. songs like hell's home was recorded in C. So I'm singing. Right. A, I sang them one concert, a, a whole step and a half up. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure that, that, uh, that Chris knew that, you know, <laughs> so I, I have a question that I'm, I'm singing the songs melodically like they're supposed to be sung. I'm not taking liberties. Right. Go ahead, so Eric. going back into the into the uh, time machine here, I have a vague memory of like playing a a, a club or something that you owned in Ohio, Rippers, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. What's what, yeah. what? Tell tell us about that, like how that got started, with the history of it. If you're still doing anything like that, I had a couple of them. I had uh, I started with, with one on on Waterloo Road. Uh, I think it was the Tap House, and I did Rippers Rock House with Micah, and uh, 
it was great. You know, we had a great time and a lot of great bands, but it's just, you know, I make my living touring and uh, Micah has a, a big landscaping business. So really big. And so we were like, this is just too much, man. We got to sell this thing and get out of it because it's just, you know, it was going all right and it, it, and it was working, but it was just too much for us to worry about, you know? So we got rid of it, but it was, I, I won't do it again. Probably my kids want me to, but we did have really good food and really good wings. So, I mean, I do miss, I think think the, the wings, that's about it. Yeah, Ripper's yeah, Tap it, House. It, it, I think that's what it was where we played right. Stephen Piercy. Yep. If you still had that place, though, Tim, you wouldn't have lost all the weight that you lost. <laughs> oh, I still would. I would have. I would have. Uh, I would have lost it because I can eat wings. They're low carb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what Dude, were the I, biggest I challenges to... with that? Yeah, What's no, that? Well, I was going to say, what, what were what, the biggest challenges with like running that club that you weren't expecting when you got into the live venue restaurant business? Well, the expense of having our equipment in there to have concerts was out, and then always something breaking. But I think it was you'd leave town and you, you the staff was supposed to be wearing certain stuff, and you come home and they're all wearing, or you see videos and they're all wearing different stuff, and and uh, mm. but it, I don't know, it was more of me. It wasn't really anything there. It was I think the challenge was just not being around. Okay. Right on, man. Well, dude, I, I, I want to get to the only touchy thing that I have, and you can dodge it if you want to, and that's fine. But as a fan of Judas Priest, I was, and, and as a friend of you, I was immensely insulted, and I'm using the word purposely, insulted that you didn't get the call for the Rock Hall, and Les did, because you were in the band a lot longer than Les was. You kept the band alive when the band was clearly kind of dead until you came into it and i really felt like that was insulting that's just as a fan and as a friend to you but how did you feel about that and you know were you insulted i guess that that they didn't appreciate or show the appreciation for your time in the band yeah i think i was uh i was a little shocked that i didn't even get a call i think more than anything i listen it that happened Okay, they decided to do that. There's no rules. Everybody keeps saying, well, you got this rule and that rule. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, one guy was in prison and, and another guy was in the band two years. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. who's, you know, sexually molest a guy in a, in a wheelchair, you know, and gets in a band. And I guess you, anybody can. But uh, I was, I, <laughs> listen, I get it. And, and that's all right. But just not getting a call was the thing that shocked me. Not even a, you know, just, just, uh, uh, Hey, we're going in, you know, we're not going to, you're not going to go into, but you know, thanks for, for all of it. And, uh, um, or not even a mention on stage. I mean, you could have at least been inducted into the yeah. hall of fame and said, Hey, we also want to, I mean, listen, to be honest, Richie should have went in too. I mean, he's been in the band for 11 years or 12 years at that point or whatever it was. So, uh, um, but, uh, Richie was able to be there at least a good, you know, mm. but you know, it is what it is. It's, an, it's, it shows the character of, of some people and how they roll. And, and uh, I think that's, you know, puts the management in not a great light for just for not even saying anything. Actually, no member even, nobody even calls. Yeah. I, I, and that's the, you know, that that's the rub that I had. Pers- and again, who am I? I'm just one, one dumb fan. But, you know, the rub that I had to it was, hey, the Rock Hall's here in Cleveland. So there's that story that, there, there's a good story out of that as well, kind of 
you know, with you obviously being from here as well. But the, the other thing is all the years that, you know, we've listened to Rob and I'll say it, we've listened to Rob saying he respects your time in the band and blah, 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 blah. And for you not to get a mention and I'm going to assume it's Jane, but I don't know for, you know, just to kind of pretend that those first, there was the whole thing with the records not being on streaming for the longest time, either jugulator or, or demolition. Now they are, but they weren't for a while. Are they? They're all when did yeah, they go streaming. I, 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 I believe they are. I, I think I listened to demolition maybe demolition. a month ago on Spotify. Demolition was a lot. Jugulator disappeared. Yeah. That, they're like, hey, they're like a magic routine. You know, they're like magicians. They just magically made my my part of my career disappear. Oh. Yeah, and it's and it's shitty. I'll just, you know, I mean, there's no two ways about it. It's just, you know, you know, you move on with it. I I don't ever talk about people. I say, why do I always talk about? It? I'm like, why well, don't? This is how stupid some people are who will even watch this interview. Well, they won't watch the interview because they'll read a headline, but they'll see things. <laughs> Why don't why doesn't KK stop talking about Judas Priest? So why doesn't Ripper stop? Well, because we're not we're being asked questions about it. We're right. asking yeah. questions. I don't start mm-hmm. the interview with you guys going, let's talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, uh, I, 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 you know what? It, it is what it is. It it doesn't make me look bad. Um, it's you know they're not known for. I mean, this is a, a band. This is a management that went to one guitar player. Okay, so that's all mm-hmm. I got to say. They're the band who made this decision also made a decision to go to one guitar player, Judas Priest. Whoever makes that decision is, uh, isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but, um, you know, it is what it is. And, and, uh, I still love the guys and, and I respected the decision of me not going in. It's all right. I, I still feel like a man. I sang for the band all that time and, and, you know, Grammy nominated and a movie based on me, loosely based on me. I, I okay. You know, but you could have at least said, Hey, just wanted to say, Thanks. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Chris. Go ahead. Sorry. I got to get in here. I, I got to jump on this. Uh, since we, we went there with the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame, I, as a guitarist, you know, I thought it was really weird that uh, that Richie copped KK's look during this whole Priest thing. And it really became apparent at that performance when you see them both standing up there dressed the same. And I just want to know what you think of that. Do you think it's goofy as hell that they have him copying this guy's image? I'm not exactly sure what he looked like before. I imagine I don't. I don't know. I, I think he's just a long blonde haired guitar player who plays flying V's. I mean, there's probably a lot out there. Richie's a fantastic guy and a fantastic he player. Is. And uh, I, I think you know. I think he's uh, doing his thing. Really, I mean. Well, it's like in Steven's band. I mean, I, I play the Warren D. Martini parts, but I don't wear a vest and hush puppies when I, when I go up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I, from the Sears catalog. I mean, I, I don't try to look like him or wear a wig to do, you know, not that he's wearing a wig, but I mean, it's to me, KK had a very specific look. Yeah. Well, they, they the difference with Priest is you got to wear certain clothes anyway. So that's going to be one off. I mean, uh, true. I look nothing like Fair Rob. Enough. It's other everybody thought I was copying him. I act didn't act like him. I didn't sing like him. I didn't look look like him. But I wore leather, so it's like, hey, he looks like Rob. Well, mm-hmm. I've had short hair my whole life, I've, and you have you're playing a part. It's like going to work, right? I mean, you're going to work and you're wearing that stuff, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Richie, I, I, I yeah, yeah, he looks like like Ken, but that's you know that's um, I guess that's his look. 
Right. Right on. No, man. it's cool. I mean, like, I would if I could get into his priest just by putting this on, I would take the gig. <laughs> I was hoping look like brad pitt when i was in grief <laughs> nice right? well, dude, let, let me pull it let me pull it back to the record again man um i gotta tell you my favorite tune on the new record is the last tune on the record wash away your sins what a what a cool record and and it's very different i think from most of what you've done and certainly a lot of what kk's done talk a little bit about that track man yeah, I think, I mean, I've done a lot of stuff like this with me, but it's different from the, from, I, I don't know. I mean, KK's done so much different stuff. The last track is my favorite as well. A lot of light and shade. The verses are so heavy and, and just killer, man. The verses, I, I mean, even from the start, the guitar part's so sad when it comes in with that down. Uh, it's just a great tune. It's epic, but heavy. And uh, yes, I think it's my favorite tune as well. Very cool, man. So touring plans. Let's get to the tour. Are, are we going to see it this 2024, end of this year? What's it look like? I hope so. I mean, they're working on it. It's like, like I've said in all these other interviews, it's expensive to tour, man. I mean, right. we're, we're not going and playing Bob's Big Bamboo with, with a backdrop and, and nothing. You know, we if you've seen the festivals and the, and the show at the Steel Mill, that's our stage set. That's the, the pyro and the... So it has to be done right. It's very expensive. I think we have ten to twelve crew members, and it's a, it's a, you know, it's an expensive thing. So I think that's the thing, just to make sure the plans are to tour everywhere, guys. The plans are TKOs, the agency. They're working on it. It's just we got to get the offers good enough to be able to afford to, to tour, you know. Because Ken's like, listen, I'm not just going out. I'm not going out right. and the right shows, the right package. You know, if we get the right bands with us and do a good package and go out, that's the goal is to get out and uh, and do it. I mean, I, I sure hope so. Right on, man. Well, obviously, man, the, the Center Rides Again is the new record from KK's Priest. Um, it's out September 29th. Is that correct? I believe. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So another. So this week, I guess this Friday, you can you can definitely get it. And uh, Tim, where should we tell people to go to keep up with you and KK's Priest and all that good stuff? Well, you know, the KK, all the KK's Priest social media pages and uh, me, all my social, Instagram, Facebook, there's Tim McBrone's official and uh, Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. And uh, um, yeah, you know, just check me out. I always say just Google me and uh, you'll get the whole package. There you go. Well, one more time, it is the Center Rides again. It is KK's Priest, and we are going to wrap this one up with Strike of the Viper. Uh, great video. Tell us a little bit about this one to wrap it up, Tim. It's great. The live footage is from Bloodstock, the one we filled in for Halloween last minute, and uh, which was a fantastic show. And uh, we shot the rest of the scenes while we were rehearsing in the, the still mill we shot for the video. So then uh, Charlie put this thing together, and there it is. Very cool. Well, let's check it out right now. It is Strike of the Viper. It is KK's Priest right here on Chris Aiken Presents. All right. 